Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. episode of the Therapy is a Christian podcast is brought to you by the Help Me Find a Therapist webinar. Are you someone that has been listening to this podcast and you definitely are ready to take the step in looking for a therapist? Are you someone that is interested in finding an African-American therapist, maybe of a Christian therapist and don't know where to start? I've got you covered, girl. Let's cut out the Google searches and let me help you find a therapist that's right for you. So in this webinar, I'll share with you how you can find a therapist that's just right for you. This webinar will cover how you can find a therapist in your area. Maybe you want to find a therapist that's virtual, low cost options, how to find a therapist, maybe with or without insurance. I'll also cover specifically all of the websites you can utilize to be able to find an African-American therapist and even a Christian therapist. So I promise you, I won't leave you hanging That is not the only thing we're going to cover in this webinar. As a bonus, I also will include my consultation question ebook. So when you call a therapist, you know exactly what questions you need to ask, specifically even asking them questions about their faith and if you can include that in your sessions. This ebook has all of the questions that you want to ask, as well as it'll give you the opportunity to really advocate for yourself for your mental health journey. If you're interested in starting therapy, definitely go to helpmefindatherapist.com. Again, that's helpmefindatherapist.com or go to the link in the show notes. I cannot wait for you to start your mental health journey. Now let's get back to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy is a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz and Renee. Welcome to another episode of the show. Hey, girl. I am super excited to be back in front of the microphone today. And I have a different kind of episode today. So I have no idea what I'm going to name this episode, y'all. Roll with me here. It's going to be good. I have what I'm going to talk about, but I am being super vulnerable with y'all today. So let's get into it. Part of the reason I really wanted to talk about this episode in particular is to share a little bit of something that I think is helpful. So I want to talk about really quickly how a lot of you all listen to me and have listened to me over the years. If you are an OG listener, thank you, sis, for following along on this journey. But I really want to paint the picture for y'all to know that I have never been at a place where I've arrived. And I was, to give backstory, I was going through my MacBook because it has been giving me the blues child because it is so full. I've had this MacBook since about 2015 and I really need a new one and I got a plan to buy that. But I was going back through the MacBook and 
I found a video. I was deleting everything off of my laptop. And back in 2016, I used to live by myself. And in between 2016, I graduated from grad school, started a job and moved into an apartment by myself. It was my first apartment ever alone, my only apartment ever alone. So I lived by myself for about a year. I was in between 25 and 26 at the time. And with that being said, I used to do a lot of video diaries on my MacBook. And that's why I always said that I would love to, you know, stick my foot into doing YouTube and video content like that because I love the act of storytelling because it really tells the story of what you're going through at the time versus where you are years later. And I found a video. I actually had a multitude of videos where I was just deleting them and wasn't like, girl, you weren't talking about nothing back then. But I didn't delete this one and I didn't listen to any of the ones before I deleted them. But this one I did not delete. And I remember that time so well. It was December 2016. Three months later in 2017, Nico proposed to me. And then into our engagement, that was when I really was struggling with my anxiety. I already had really bad anxiety at the time. And just just like I said, give background. I was so anxious at the time before we got engaged and really pretty much after we got engaged with understanding what my purpose was. That was such something I was wrapped in. I was wrapped in trying to figure out what my purpose was, that it consumed me because I felt like I'm not enjoying anything I'm doing. Like I'm not enjoying what I do on a daily basis. What is it that I'm called to? And because of that, I was so, so, so wrapped up in trying to figure that out. And it consumed me a lot. I also remember that I was really struggling with a lot of childhood trauma and a lot of trauma in general, because of course, at that point, I had not started therapy. And so I had a lot of triggers and a lot of unresolved trauma that I just didn't know was there that was also causing me a lot of emotional turmoil that Christian, very much so, and seeking God, very much so, and was, you know, following the Lord very much so and believed in the Lord very much so but just was having a really hard time. And I wanted to provide a couple pieces of that video just so y'all could hear where I was at to let you know, for one, my language at the time, I believe describes a lot of what we sometimes feel. And I think that it would be a good touch point to just have a couple of conversations throughout this podcast on, and hopefully I can give you some encouragement. I still don't know what I'm gonna title this, but I really just want to talk about what it looks like when you are in the smack dab in the middle of your healing process or at the start of your healing process and you have no idea what God is doing, what he's prepping you for, how what you are going through at the time looks so bad that you can't even see the light and you are in the thick of the emotions. You feel so alone. You feel so vulnerable. You feel unsafe emotionally. You feel like you might be even going crazy because you're just like, why am I feeling like this? And you know, at the time, I think that was 2015, social media was popping, but it's, I think Snapchat was a big thing back then. It's not like Instagram. It's not like we're having the slew of entrepreneurship and like side hustle and business and all this kind of stuff of success where we're seeing it right before our eyes. I think everybody was just pretty much still on the turn up. Us millennials were at least. And so 
with it being said, it's like, what do you do when you are smack dab in the middle of trying to figure out purpose, trying to figure out your emotions, trying to understand what it looks like, trying to have a relationship, trying to be single and like look for a relationship, live alone, figure out your career, like you're in grad school and you don't enjoy what you do. And you're like, what am I called to? Like, what does that look like? And so I wanted to provide some language and then I wanted to provide rising years later. However, I do want to preface to say that my experience is so limited because I know that some of my experience doesn't hit every person that I'm talking to on this podcast. But I do hope that Holy Spirit will give you some form of encouragement to let you know, sis, that it is not over. No matter your age, God is always doing something in the background we don't see. So that was 2016 is now 2021. That is, well, pretty much 2017, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. This is four years ago. Four, oh my God, four years ago, I was in such a horrible place emotionally. And four years is not that long. It may feel that long, but it's not that long. And to see where I was, see where I'm at now, there's such a, just a difference. So I want to insert one of the clips and I want you to listen to the language. Also, I'm sorry that I'm yawning so much in this clip too, because girl, I was just, I kept saying, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. But again, emotions make you tired. So I wanted to provide this language for you and then we'll talk about it. So here's the first clip. Is I don't want to be emotional. Last week was so emotional for me. I was just like all over the place and was just drained and tired. And today I feel very anxious about just not getting things done. I just feel so unmotivated. And I'm trying to figure out when you're in this place where you feel unmotivated, how do you move through those emotions and push to do things when you don't really have the feeling or mental capacity to even take the step forward? So it's been tough because I have been trying to push past that. Especially with my job, it's just I'm so disorganized and I don't know. There's so many things that I'm expecting to go into within this new year and I feel excited about it, but I'm, again, just tired. And like I said, I'm very anxious today. This episode of the Therapy is a Christian podcast is brought to you by Christ Couch. Hey girl, so if you're not familiar with Christ Couch, let me tell you all about it. So every single Monday, I send an email to my email list that is filled with so much information, so much value every single Monday. And I love to call it Christ Couch. Christ Couch is a place where we discuss countless topics, gather together as girlfriends, and share our daily walk through life all while uplifting one another. Over time, I have been able to learn that Christ allows us to experience his goodness and true vulnerability through relationships. So let's take a seat and share it all on the couch. In this Monday email that you'll receive every single Monday from me at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, you'll get a full-on devotional and prayer, a little Motivation Monday, I like to call it, where you get to start the week off with a little motivation and a weekly mental health tip that you can weekly and very easily add to your life. So 
If you're interested in Christ Couch, definitely go to the link in my show notes. Completely free to you. You'll get an email every single Monday from me. And I cannot wait to share with you all the amazing things on the couch. Now, let's get back to the show. So I know that that was like, sorry, I was yawning, y'all. But I know that was like probably just a little bit of something to share But one of the things I said is, how do you push past when you don't feel motivated? And to be honest with you, I feel like sometimes that feeling doesn't change. (laughs) Like you get through seasons where you, you know, feel like you got a little bit of momentum, you push past a certain thing, and then you hit another season that just knocks you down and you feel like, how do I push past this? I will say for the woman that is in that moment of how do you push past the feeling, especially, and I'm going to keep bringing this up when you're in purpose, when you're trying to really, really understand I'm called to this area or I feel like I'm gifted. I knew at the time for myself that I was gifted, but I did not know how those gifts were to look. I did not know how those gifts were packaged. I did not know how God would use those gifts for whatever. And I put so much identity into my purpose that I lost really the essence of me because I didn't know what I enjoyed. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't really know because I tied so much and married everything to what I was supposed to do. And so I want to say this first, because that was the biggest thing I learned when I was in my therapy journey, that my identity for myself as Rosalind is not tied to me. And I can say that years from now because I know, but for those of you that are really, really trying to understand who you are, as you are even working within your gifts, you got to know that for certain that what God thinks about you is not tied to your performance. It's not tied to you finding this thing. It's really honestly just tied to who you are. And you may not know who that is, sis. You may not understand who that is. You may be discovering who that is. And it may bring you a lot of overwhelm because it is such a, I hate to say it, like this thing that people just, I don't want to say prey upon, but this thing that people like, or society and social media and general just harp on us about finding your purpose, finding the thing you're gifted in, finding that. And really what it is like showing up for yourself, showing up for you is knowing who you are. Showing up for you means showing up as the best version of you when you know who you are. And I'm telling you, if you don't know who you are, you got to find that out. It's really hard to feel complete when you don't know who you are. It's really hard to see yourself as this person if you don't know who you are. And that was me. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what was valuable to me. And truly, I didn't even also give myself permission to find that out because I felt like I had to be in this box. I felt like I had to be in a place that required me to be a certain way because this is what I was told I had to do. I never gave God the space to take residence fully because I felt like if I did, I remember at the time I was so afraid to step into who I was because I felt like it was going to mean that I was going to have to be in a pulpit or I was going to have to be, it's like, I love God. And so I immediately identified loving God as I had to be a preacher. And that just was not my lane. Like I just knew that that never was me because I know that I am a little ratchet. And so with that being said, your identity of who you are is really tied to 
you knowing that, but you got to heal. You've got to know the generational cycles that brought so much maybe negativity to yourself or what was the traumas that happened and seek them out with the father. I think I was trying to seek them out with God, but I didn't know what community looked like. I was trying to seek them out with God, but I self-isolated so much. I would be triggered and I would just self-isolate or something would make me feel some type of way and I would just self-isolate. I would just get alone and not share with people. I think that was why I felt comfortable with talking to myself on the computer screen because I knew nobody would see it. Years later, I'm sharing it now. And so I'm going to talk about another piece of this that I shared, but I want to really hit on the identity piece because that is such a piece that adults, even older adults don't have. And you will never, and I can't say never, let me not say never, but we don't know our identity until we know Christ. And in knowing Christ, I don't want that to be over-spiritualized. I really want it to be simple. I want it to be you seeing that God is the one that knows you and his thoughts towards you are precious. God's thoughts towards us are precious. There's so many women that I work with and clients that I work with whose thoughts of themselves are so, so, so self-demeaning. And even for myself, there are times where I have to really check it. The enemy only wants to make you feel bad. He doesn't want you to win. He does not want you to experience joy. He does not want you to heal. He does not want that. So he will do whatever he can to get that. But I also don't even want to blame that on the enemy. So much so that I want to also preface that we have a responsibility for ourselves with the authority of God to fight. We have the savior. None of the things that we are experiencing have been lost. It has all been one, but y'all, you have to take your faith back. You have to stand up and say, I have to walk through this with God. I have to heal. I have to do this consistently. Your faith is dependent on it. Your love for the Lord is so, so, so important. And God loves you. I'm going to read you some scriptures that I was going through today. And this will kind of lead with what I was reading with the podcast or studying for the podcast. Because I feel like there's so many women out there who do not know that God cares about you. And so because you don't believe that God cares about you or you don't believe that your purpose in him is important, you really, really talk down to yourself and you don't ever try to do the things that you feel in your heart are there or that you think are there or that there have been some descriptions of things coming to your mind, or you might send a vision, or somebody said something to you, or something you're good at in general, because you don't even have a healthy identity of yourself, or a healthy view of God. So everything becomes skewed and negative to where you don't even recognize what is good. There are a lot of women I work with who don't even know what it looks like to say a positive word to themselves because they're so, 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 they have such low self-esteem. And I don't say that to be demeaning, but I say that to say like, this is the state of what the enemy is, you know, suggesting to us. And we have to take our authority back. You are so valuable to God. You are so valuable to in his eyes. I wish I could tell, I had told myself that four years ago, like you have no idea the impact you will make for people through God. And if I had told myself that, I really would not have believed myself because at the time it was just not true to me. And so I want to bring this up because 
When I work with women who I read these things and I listen to them and I'm so present with them, I get drawn to tears at times because I hear the things that we think about ourselves. And I know that they are based in, you know, just not true, not true, not true of what God feels towards us, but it feels true, y'all. Like for me to say I'm anxious and I feel like there's things that I'm hoping for, but it's just like I'm tired and it's just how do you do it? And there was just a lot of strength that I was putting on me and not really relying on God and not walking through the process of healing and not walking through transformation, not out of shoulda, woulda, coulda, but just truly out of not having any positivity thrown or sent my way. And so it felt alone. I felt alone. I felt very drained and I felt very overwhelmed. And so I want to read you a scripture that's going to preface this or give you a beginning of what I want to talk about. And then I'm going to read all these scriptures out to you. So John 8 verses 44 It says, you belong to your father, the devil. You carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet, because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God... Here's what God says. The reason you do not hear is because you do not belong to God. Oh, so I really want to pull out a couple things from the scripture and then I'm going to get into the list of scriptures that I want to preface. Jesus is basically saying the devil is a liar. Period, point blank. We know that. But the thing that was so interesting to me in the following verses, he said, yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. And here's the thing, y'all. The Holy Spirit is only going to tell you truth. And here's the thing, when we hear you are a child of God, or when you hear you are called by him, or when you hear, you know, the plans I have for you, says the Lord, we don't believe it. We don't believe it. We don't believe it, y'all. Why? Because we have meditated and listened to the lies of the enemy that those things feel true to us and they aren't. And so this is why we have to walk through healing. This is why we have to really, really, really deal with the mess and the cycles that we have dealt with for so many years with God. And it's constant. It doesn't stop. So I'm going to insert another clip and then I'm going to go into all the scriptures and then we'll talk through that. So here's the next clip. I don't want to do paperwork. I don't want to follow up on things. I don't want to do this and I don't want to feel like I don't want to do this because it's just like you have to. It's like you got to get out of your own mindset of feeling like you're not going to do something because it's not going to work like that. The real world doesn't work like that. And I wish I could tell myself and prompt myself to do that, but it's harder than it seems. So I'm really struggling today with that and just feeling super overwhelmed. So that's that. Yeah, that's all I can really say. <sighs> I do feel like a weight living on my shoulders by just saying that I'm overwhelmed and I don't know. I don't know what I can do. I've been not eating breakfast. Maybe I should be praying if I'm not going to eat and asking God to really kind of give me some understanding of why I'm like this. Therapist, 
to tell me or what, but I'm just not, not here for it. I'm tired and oh, it's just a bunch of emotions. So I just, I need to get a lot of the stuff I feel off my chest and I don't really know how. I don't know where I can mentally dump everything I feel because I'm probably getting a lot of things from people and I don't have a place to dump it and I'm tired. A lot, and I'm only 26. Okay, I know that was a lot. <laughs> I know that was a lot. Even as I was listening to it, I was like, "Girl, girl, girl, girl." So I say all this to say that these are really real, valid emotions. I know I pride myself, y'all, on I'm a feelings person, y'all. Like it is what it is. Here we are. But at the same time, I do recognize in the level of maturity that feelings don't carry us. Feelings aren't facts. Feelings are what we feel in the moment when we're triggered. And they are the thing that can impact our behavior and what we do. So for me at that time, I really needed an outlet. I needed a place to put my emotions, but I just did not have that. And for you, you may have people that you, you know, share your emotions with. You may have people you don't share your emotions with. And so I think one of the things that I'm, you know, as I'm listening to that and I'm thinking about my relationship with God, I was coming to God. I was trying to ask him those questions. But what I was realizing was that there was a deeper, deeper work that had to take place as I was coming to God, as I was dealing with the stuff, as I was really trying to understand. Because when you are smack dab in the middle of a rough season emotionally, you feel extra cloudy. You feel like no one's understanding. You feel upset with yourself for feeling that way because you're like, I'm Christian. I'm a believer. Why am I struggling? We don't also understand that there is and there is a purpose in every every season. Four years ago, that was four years ago, four, four years ago that I was experiencing those things. And four years isn't that long to have gone through a process and then healed. And so I want to speak to my sister who is in that place now. If you know someone who is in that place, send them this podcast. If you are someone yourself who is just in purpose and you're still trying to figure it out, you may not be feeling the heaviness of those emotions. You may not be a feelings person. That's fine. But at the same time, you have to get up. And so I would encourage you to really, really tap into who you are. What is inside of you? Who are you? Really figure that part out. Who you are is not tied to a doing. It's tied to being. And with being is with God. And then what flows from that is things that that you want to do. God gives us the desires of our heart. And so the desire you have in your heart to do something is there. But you got to lay it down to him. And again, sometimes there's a deeper work that has to happen. And this is what I will always say. I will always say, try therapy. If it's something you need, if you are someone that has that same language that I'm speaking of, like really, really try it. And sometimes too, and this is something I've also noticed, you may not know that that's the language you have to take to your therapist. Y'all don't expect going to therapy and the therapist be the one to run everything all the time. 
we as clinicians are taught in school to allow the client to be the one to give the goals. You know, you cannot expect them to be the ones to pull things. Now, some are very much so their style may be different where they do pull things out. But there is a lot of you leading. And I know that may sound like pressure, but the biggest thing is to allow you to be able to do it because therapists don't want to pry on an area that you're not comfortable with because it can impact your trust with them. It can impact your emotional safety. And so you may come into sessions expecting the therapist to just fix you. And that's not really how it works. You got to come in there ready to do something. It's almost like I'm not going to get into a relationship with someone and I'm not ready to be in a relationship with them. If not, that feels forced and it's the same situation. God's not going to force himself into your life if you're not ready. And therapist is not going to push themselves into your business if you're not ready. And so in wrapping up to say like, I understand where this is, what this feeling feels like. Give it time, give it space, give it the ability to, you know, marinate so that you can learn the maturity. The Bible talks about in James that when we go through trials that God is testing our faith so it can produce patience. Who I was in 2016 is not who I am now. There's a higher level of patience. I understand now that things take time. I understand that things don't happen in my time. And that there are growing pains. But when I'm tired, that's when I go to God. When I'm tired, that's when I rely on my self-care tactics. That's when I rely on my coping mechanisms that bring me joy. Because there are things that I can't do out of being tired. And so sometimes you're so emotionally drained that you really do need somebody to help walk you through that. So I hope this podcast was helpful. And I love you all. Let me know on Instagram or let me know in an email. If this episode was helpful to you, leave a review, like leave me a review. Let me know how you enjoyed it. And I love you all. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.